The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. And let me tell you what, we are having um, a a rambunctious night tonight. (laughs) Let's deal with something here real quick. I promised I'd finish this thought on history because we have to get to a bunch of other stuff. There's an, uh, somebody we need to thank for COVID, somebody you don't think we need to thank. We have to talk about that. We have to talk about a new movement at foot with employees in this country. So much more. But first, goodbye, Columbus. This is a New York story. Democrats are again trying to erase the holiday. Now, I just I only wanted to bring this up, not because not about Columbus specifically, but... They use your values against you all the time. Maybe this has worked on you in the past. When they're trying to wreck your history, where did they go first? Did they go right to the George Washington statue? Of course they didn't. What they do? The Confederacy. Oh, what, what do you want? Black people to be slaves? How can, you, how can you defend Robert E. Lee? And you know what happened? The right backed off. Shoot, most of the low TGOP joined them. Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, slavery, we should change the name of that base. But when you understand why they're doing what they're doing, it will harden you and give you more resolve. These people don't care about Christopher Columbus. They definitely don't care about the Indians either. They don't care about anything except for destroying your history and destroying your country. 
So stop allowing the communists to always set the table. We allow them to set the table. They got the plates out, the glasses out. They serve the food. They prepare the food. And then we sit down and we complain about the meal. We don't like the dining experience. What? We're always letting them set the terms. Remember what you're dealing with. You're dealing with anti-American subversives. So all you've seen your whole life, and it's ramped up lately, all you've seen your whole life is a brand new outrage. They overturned Roe versus Wade. St. George Floyd died. The climate. It's always loud, isn't it? It's always this loud freak out. Always this endless outrage. Always doing what? What are they doing? They're agitating. They're agitating. Now, why? Remember, there's a reason for this. Why? Because you, a normal human being with good values, you don't want to live in this uh, constant state of agitation of the screaming. And you just you want to, hey, can we calm down? Hey, I just want society to be normal. I want normal. Well, because you're dealing with subhuman subversives, they don't have that same value system. They don't have that same desire. They don't want things to calm down. Remember, you want America to be great. They want America to burn to ash. You're two totally different people with different value systems. But they also have understood and taken advantage of it for years that we want things to calm down. So when they bring up something, we should burn down Columbus. And they start making all this noise and they're riding in the streets. And oh my gosh, you all of a sudden feel as if you should either help them or give in. Or in the very least, this is probably the most normal. In the very least, you feel like you should... Okay, well, let's have a debate about it. Let's have a friendly debate about it then. Okay, why do you think we should? Okay, well, I don't think, but you have, we'll do this thing. Well, you have some good points too. We we act as if we're dealing with people who negotiate in good faith. They're not interested in negotiating in good faith. They're interested in burning down everything you care about. The second you sit down at a table for the meal they prepared, you've already lost. The second you find yourself debating, well, should or shouldn't this Robert E. Lee statue stand up? The second you find yourself debating that, you've already lost. I want to burn down the statue of Robert E. Lee. No. Well, he was, I don't care. The answer is no. But I'm going to burn it down anyway. Okay, I'll build 10 more. The second that one comes down, I'll build 10 more. That's how you deal with communists. Stop allowing them to set the table. All right? Hey, Jesse. Love your show. I listen on 970 WFLA. That's our Tampa affiliate. I freaking love Tampa. Chris, we've got to go down and see it. Not because WFLA is a sweet affiliate, but because Tampa's sweet too. It's a sweet affiliate in a sweet city. We got to go down. Oh, I can't believe you've never been. Tampa's so underrated. It's one of those places I think about moving a lot. Not that I'm going to move, but I've moved my whole life, so maybe I'm just an unsettled person. One of the top searches I have on my phone, I look for places in Tampa. Then I decide I can't afford anything nice, but I'm looking. What, Chris? What side is it on? Jeez, Chris. It's, okay, am I getting brown water or blue water? This shows that you're from Texas, okay? And you know I love Texas. Uh, Texas Oceanfront is wretched. It's wretched. Texas Oceanfront is is the butthole of America. It's where everything comes draining out. It does. I'm not even making that up. It's where everything comes draining out. Like, like I live close to Galveston. It's just crap water. Now, Galveston's a blast, but it's crap water. Florida's not like that, man. There's a Pacific, or a Pacific. There's an Atlantic side, and there's a Gulf side. There are wonderful, wonderful parts of both. The panhandle up by Destin, up by the, the Florida panhandle is sweet. 
The golf side is sweet. Tampa's golf side, Chris. Tampa's golf side. But, man, you've really never been to Tampa. I haven't been in years. Tampa is so much. Anyway, let's probably let's stay focused, Chris. Gosh, what's your problem? Anyway, she goes on to say, uh, we have a hurricane, Hurricane Ivan, or Ivan. I keep calling it Ivan because that's the one I went through in this area. Hurricane Ian was just wondering if your listeners would maybe say a prayer for the rest of your listeners and all the folks of the area. I'm not sure if Tampa Bay will take a direct hit, but it could get really ugly really quick. Her name is Tammy. Okay, one, yes, we will say a prayer for the people of Florida for sure. No one in Cuba, but definitely Florida. I'm kidding. You can say a prayer for whoever you want. Say a prayer for the people in Florida and allow me to offer some tips. I don't need to offer natives from Florida any tips, but I realize courtesy of Heavy D, uh, that state is now full of people who were formerly not Flor- Floridians. Floridians. Here's some tips from Hurricane Jesse. Remember, I've been through what, Chris? That's actually a really good name. Or no, Jesse the Hurricane Kelly. I realize that's kind of ripping off the boxer guy, but still, that's fine, Chris. We can steal his stuff too. All right, so take it from me, Hurricane Kelly. I've been through, gosh, I don't know how many typhoons in Japan, which that's just their version of a hurricane. I've been, what, Chris? What was one while I was eating nachos? I'll get to that story in a second. I've been through, obviously, Hurricane Harvey here in Houston. Hurricanes are irregular here. Where the, when basically, the, the, we thought it was, once again, Noah, we almost built an ark down here when the whole place was underwater. And I was in Jamaica for Hurricane Ivan. Just quick recap on this. Most longtime listeners have heard me tell this story before. Buddy and I, when we were in Iraq, we promised each other when we got out, so we were both getting out at the same time. We joined the same time. We are getting out at the same time. We promised ourselves if we lived, if we didn't die in Iraq, that we were going to Jamaica when we got out. And we lived. So we get back, and we decide to book a trip to Jamaica. I'm living in Tucson at the time. Just stay with me on this. Now, this is going to be part of this story, and then I'll get back to Tampa and the hurricane and helping out hurricane preparation people. But we're living in Tucson at the time, or I'm living in Tucson at the time. My buddy's not, but he comes down to Tucson and we're so poor that we have to find cheaper flights because getting from Tucson to Jamaica was more money than we could spend. And we also got one of the crappy all-inclusive hotels. I don't mean a nice all-inclusive. I mean really bad. But we got an all-inclusive hotel waiting for us. And we've tapped out our money. So we have to drive to Phoenix and fly out of Phoenix. It's a bigger airport, bigger city than Tucson. We drive up to Phoenix. We want to sit down for a nice meal the night before. So where do we go? Red Lobster. You didn't think that was just a radio bit, right? I live and die for Red Lobster, and I make all my friends go with me. And so we did. We went to Red Lobster. Part of this Red Lobster trip, you should understand, and this is going to come into play later, so just take this information and just just put it in your little back pocket. All right, Just take this, keep it in your back pocket, make sure it's there. I always get the Cajun Shrimp Alfredo at Red Lobster. That's part of my order. You won't find it on the meal, but trust me, it's in the order. Cajun Shrimp Alfredo. I got Cajun shrimp Alfredo. I had had too many of the heavenly Cheddar Bay biscuits. I couldn't finish my cheddar or or my Cajun shrimp Alfredo. I then take the leftover Cajun shrimp Alfredo, even though we were flying out the next morning. It's human nature. It's It's my nature to take the leftovers. I take the leftovers and I place them in my truck. Now, something you should understand. It was August. August in Phoenix, Arizona, 
We're leaving for Jamaica for 10 days. It's regularly 110 degrees in Phoenix, Arizona. I will complete this story of my red lobster and my truck and the hurricane we went through and the evacuation and all the other craziness. And then I'll give you some hurricane pointers, you new Floridians and more. I'll finish all that in just a moment. Now, there is obviously a good chance you should be ready for the lights to go out when a hurricane comes. That's not uncommon. Power outages here in Houston were a big deal. One thing people don't understand is when facilities themselves start shutting down, you don't understand your reliance on those things always being available. At one point during Hurricane Harvey, we could not physically get to any grocery store or gas station. My home was on a little bit of a high point, but we were surrounded by water. I would try to get there, and all the roads were full of water. You could not go. That's when I really started to fall in love with making preparations. Do you have an emergency three-month food kit in your home? You don't have to worry if you're not some prepper guy. My Patriot Supply has emergency three-month food kits ready to go. They're just they're sitting there ready for you to buy them. And they have them. They've partnered with the show. They have them $250 off. I will tell you, when the hurricane winds start a-blowing, it feels good when you're looking at three months' worth of food. Go to preparewithjessikelly.com. Preparewithjessikelly.com. That gets you 250 bucks off every three-month food kit. Everyone in your home needs one. Preparewithjessikelly.com. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Don't worry, we're going to get back to this guy. Uh, somebody we're going to have to thank for showing some guts during COVID, and it's going to hurt. We're going to thank him anyway. We're going to talk about, apparently, there's a new trend with workers. Act your wage with a W. We're going to have a very offensive talk here in a minute. Just It's going to be a very, very offensive talk. Just hang with me on that. Before we get to that, let's finish this little story. Someone asked about Tampa and Hurricane and Hurricane I, uh, Ian. I don't know why I can't say this. Anyway, Hurricane Ian. Get out of the Marine Corps. Lived. Went with a buddy to Red Lobster the night before we took off for Jamaica for 10 days. I take my leftover shrimp Alfredo, Cajun shrimp Alfredo, and I put it in the back of my truck. Drove to the airport the next morning, parked the truck in the, one of those discount lots, the one where you have to take a 35-minute bus ride to get to the airport because it's like five bucks a day. Again, I was out of money. We didn't have any money. We fly to Jamaica. We are having a blast in Jamaica. A blast in Jamaica. The hotel was a little rough. The other clientele was a little rough. We didn't care. We were alive. We were alive, and it was an all-inclusive hotel. I could go get a crappy cheeseburger anytime I wanted from the poolside grill for no money. Chris, it was right up your alley. You don't even have to spend money. You don't have to think about spending money. And then, of course, Hurricane Ivan comes a-rolling through. Many people will remember Hurricane Ivan. It was gigantic. Evacuation orders come down from the Jamaican government for our hotel. As bad as our hotel was, it was on the beach. But I should clarify, you didn't want to go to the beach. The uh, first night we get there, we go down to take a look at the beach. And we thought it was odd because there were plenty of people at the hotel. We thought it was odd that there was no one on it. And I mean, the beach was empty, completely empty. 
And we thought to ourselves, wow. We just didn't think about it. I know you're going to find this shocking, but I was stupid. We thought, this is great. The beach to ourselves. So we went down to the beach, got a couple beers, went and took a couple dips in the water. Life, hey, man, life is good. Hey, look, there's some pretty girls going on, ladies. We're having a good time. They wouldn't come down to the beach either, though. Then later on that night, we began to itch. And we found out there were actually, our end of the beach was so low end, there were these biting bugs that would leave itching uh, little bites all over you. And so you couldn't actually go back to the beach. It was a very fun place. (laughs) All right, so we get orders. We have to evacuate the hotel because it's on the beach and they don't want a bunch of tourists to die because that makes Jamaica look bad. Okay, well, not the end of the world, but we're being evacuated to, to some hotel on the interior of the island. Again, we've been through typhoons a bunch. We know what this is like. We get evacuated. We all hop on this bus. Now, me and my buddy, we think this is a grand adventure. We think this is a great adventure, but you could tell many of the people had never been through hurricanes before. I had. It's just not. Look, if you get caught out on the roads or you're in the crappy part of town, in the low parts of town or right on the water, I know hurricanes can be dangerous, but they're not tornadoes. It's not going to low. It's not going to level your building. Not in America. Certainly not going to hurt a hotel. Everyone was freaking out. We weren't. We get off the bus and right away they usher us over and tell us, okay, well, everyone, we're gonna, you can go check into your room, but we're all going to have to gather tomorrow when the hurricane hits and we're all going to sleep in the basement of the hotel. <laughs> I kid you not. They tried to get us to do that. Well, as you can imagine, uh, everyone signed up but me and my buddy. And they said, okay, are you ready to come down? And we said, oh, no, 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 I'm not coming down to the basement. They were just dumbfounded. Oh, what do you mean you're not coming down to the basement? Why would I go down to the basement? I have a great hotel on the third floor. I'm going to get to watch the hurricane come through. It's going to be fantastic. I have a TV in there. They even had bottles of booze, uh, upside down bottles of booze where you, I mean, it was really end crappy booze. I'm sure it was half water, but you could have all the booze you wanted in the, in the hotel room. And I'm going to watch the hurricane come in. And then when I'm done watching the hurricane come in, I'm going to go to sleep and let the wind just keep a blowing. And they, they were just dumbfounded. They had never encountered this before. They had to go get waivers printed and made me and my buddy sign waivers saying if we died, it wasn't their fault. Okay, so fast forward to Hurricane Ivan rolling through and the sky's getting dark and the winds are blowing. We're up there in the room, watching some TV, chilling, couple couple drinks, get a little hungry. And the wind's starting to pick up at this point. The hurricane's definitely pretty much there. And we decide... Well, they've got to be feeding people down in the basement. Surely they're feeding people. And we decide we're going to go on a mission for food during the hurricane. Now, this was a hotel where the doors opened to a outside catwalk. An outside catwalk. All right. I need to be. I need to be clear about this. It's not called a motel, Chris. It was several floors. So it's a hotel. (laughs) But the catwalk is outside. We exit. And we begin to make our way down the catwalk. And I'll be frank, the wind was blowing. We certainly had a hand on the wall and a hand on the catwalk edge, which I was particularly concerned about because it wasn't that tall. And I'm six foot eight. We make our way down into the basement. And I remember everyone in the basement looking at us like we were aliens. And it was clear that they'd all been talking about us. Hey, did you hear there are these two psychopaths with a death wish? They wouldn't come down. And we came in, all smiles. Hey, what's up? Ooh, nacho bar. And I'm not kidding. It was a freaking nacho bar there. We load up a plate with nachos. We start making our way back. I make it almost all the way to my room. 
And yet another gust of wind catches my paper plate that I'd made this glorious plate of nachos on, flips my plate over. Devastating. Now, that's almost the end of the story. I will get to the back part of it here in just a moment. I do want to get to this email, and then we'll get to the COVID stuff. Hi, Jesse. Listening to your show tonight on the pro-life activists being arrested by the Stasi, I mean FBI, I've been doing pro-life work for years, and the 40 Days of Life vigil starts next week. I pray outside of Planned Parenthood that is on a very visible road and it's very busy when rush hour traffic's coming through. Since 2021, the rage that myself and others have experienced while praying on the sidewalk has increased exponentially. I half expect to get shot when I'm out there. That is how psychotic these demons are. I always have my gun on me and soon will have my hero arrow. Please pray for us on the front lines. Keep these people in your prayers. Not just for protection from the FBI. Do keep in mind, I don't, I'm not your pastor. I don't care what your beliefs are. That's your business. But you better understand there are demons out there and there are evil forces at work. The kind of people who attack pro-lifers for prayer, they will hurt you. Get a hero gun. Get a hero arrow. Yes, you can pray with a hero gun at your side. Right? Shrewd as snakes. Shrewd as snakes. Go to hero2020.com. Promo code JESSE gets you a special discount. It's a non-lethal gun, so you don't even have to worry about taking a life. Get a Hero Arrow as well. Hero2020.com, promo code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and again, wishing the very best to all of our people in Florida tonight as Hurricane Ian comes a-blowing through. Wrapping up my quick story here before we have to give a COVID shout-out to someone and then talk employment. And actually, you know what? Have you ever been through a natural disaster? Did anything fun or funny happen during the natural disaster? Remember, I don't want stories about how your dog blew away in the tornado. I I don't, no one wants to hear that. No one wants to be depressed. If you've ever been through a natural disaster and something fun or funny happened, even if it's stupid, especially if it's stupid, you can call 877-377-4373. I don't want to hear that your mom died. No, no one wants to hear that right now. All right. Now to wrap up my hurricane story. Remember the red lobster, the shrimp pasta, Cajun shrimp Alfredo I had left in my truck. I, at no point in time, this is probably what made it worse. At no point in time when I was in Jamaica, living it up at no point did it occur to me that I had left Cajun shrimp Alfredo in my truck in Phoenix in August for 10 days. Never did it occur to me. So we get back. We're obviously exhausted. It's been a long vacation. Hop on the shuttle to the low-end lot where my truck is parked. Get to my truck. Opened up the door to my truck. And it was it was the worst smell I've ever smelled in my entire life. And I need to be clear about this. I have smelled dead bodies. Burning bodies. I have smelled and seen the worst states of decay of human bodies. I have smelled and been right next to gigantic barrels full of poop that have been lit on fire. None of that, none of it came close to the smell that was coming out of my truck 
after the shrimp had sat there. I, I mean, it was probably 130 degrees in the truck, I would guess. I, I Probably at least that for 10 straight days. We had to drive for two hours from Phoenix, from Phoenix, Arizona to Tucson with the windows down. With the, because you couldn't, if you put them up, we were dry heaving. It was that horrible. I had to, to get it out of the car. We didn't have Eden Pure Thunderstorms back then. I had to put charcoal all over the car. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. All right. You have any fun or funny natural disaster stories, those are welcome. But I have to give a shout out to someone. I don't watch the NBA. And I'm about a thousand percent positive. I have ever sat down with Kyrie Irving, we would disagree on everything. Kyrie Irving, in order to fight against being vaccinated, Kyrie Irving gave up a hundred million dollars. One hundred million dollars. I'm not going to dwell on this, but people who made real sacrifices like that, I think that's the most impressive thing in the world. All right. Hi, Jesse. A thought comes to mind regarding McCarthy's promise to repeal 87,000 IRS agents. Even if the legislation passes in both houses, the legislation will never become law because Biden won't sign it. There won't be enough Republicans with the requisite fortitude to override the veto. The only workaround seems possible is if the bill give away other goodies, so on and so forth. Well, of course, th- listen, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer because the midterms matter. They do. They do matter. But listen, even if, let's say, let's say you get what you want and I get what I want. And we get a bunch, for the first time ever, we get a bunch of, we get a bunch of high T GOP guys in there and they're actually going to try to solve some problems, right? Forget the IRS agents. Let's deal with the IRS. Deal with the IRS. Okay, what do we want? We want Republicans to step in and either dismantle the organization completely, which is what should be done, or defund it, or in the very least, scatter it, make it no longer in Washington, D.C., scatter it out to the states. That's what Dan Bishop... We want drastic things done to the Cheka before they destroy us all. That's what you want done. That's what I want done. But... Let me mentally prepare you for something. And this is not to bring you down. It's to mentally prepare you for something. Remember this. You. You're somebody who matters. You're someone who understands what the country is going through, understands where it needs to go, and you want action. The leadership of the Republican Party will always be at least, at least 10 years behind you. It takes that long to get all the low-T GOP losers out of positions of leadership so we can then get someone in there who will actually do these things. That's a long way of saying change is coming. You know what's going to happen after the midterm election? You have all these Republican congressmen out there and all these senators out there. In fact, I have Senator Ron Johnson on my TV show tonight on the first TV, 9 p.m. Eastern time. I want you to watch that show and listen when I ask him. I want you to listen because I'm going to ask Ron Johnson, what are you going to do? You're a United States senator. What are you going to do? Here's the truth. The FBI, they're going to go sit in front of the Republican GOP. And no matter how good the GOP is, no matter how good the GOP is, the GOP is going to come with receipts. I have this subpoena. I have this letter. Uh, look, I see what you've done here. Hey, what are you doing, FBI? What are you doing? Why aren't you going after Antifa? Why are you attacking Republicans? And you know what the, you know what the FBI is going to do? You know what they're going to do the whole time? Can't comment on an ongoing investigation. Oh, I'll have to look into that. I'll get back to you. Sorry, can't comment on an ongoing investigation. 
To which the next obvious step, because you're a human being who wants action, the next obvious step is, okay, well, let me clarify it to you this way, Mr. FBI. You will comment on everything I ask you or the next budget that passes the House will have a big fat zero when it comes to the FBI. So you will answer my question, you will answer it now, or your organization will cease to exist. The GOP doesn't have that in them. They're going to do all these all these hearings about the FBI. And they're going to, oh, don't get me wrong, the FBI is going to look bad. They're going to look stupid. We'll play all the clips on the show. You'll hear them all right here. Oh, man, he's lying. Oh, he's stonewalling. Oh, he's avoiding the truth. Oh, And all that's true. Okay. The question always is, what are you going to do about it? If if I come home tonight and I put my sons to bed and one of them's not feeling well and I say, you get your butt to bed and you go to sleep and this isn't like other nights. If I catch you up reading or playing with your brother, you're going to be in trouble. And I walk in there and then I catch him up and I don't do anything about it. Well, what was the point? Right now, you have a low-T GOP that won't do anything about it. I've seen these hearings before. I know how it goes. These people are so bold, they were still attacking Trump from within the walls of the FBI while Donald Trump was the president of the United States of America. Remember, it didn't stop after he was elected. They continued spying on and attacking Trump after he was the big cheese. The commander-in-chief, they didn't stop. Now, how intimidated do you think these people are going to be by the next congressional hearing where they'll get asked some tough questions? They'll hide behind that can't comment on an ongoing investigation endlessly, and the GOP will do what? Well, okay, I'm, I'm mad, though. You should know I'm mad, guys. I'm really mad. Okay. What's that mean? You're mad. What's that mean? What are you going to do about it? Change comes slow. We take America back legally and locally. Legally and locally. If you're waiting on the low-T GOP losers in Washington to save your country, you're going to be waiting a long time. All right. I'm going to get to these. I'm excited for these. Natural disaster phone calls. Something fun or funny that happened during a natural disaster for you. We're going to go to the calls, 877-377-4373. And then I'm eventually going to go all offensive and basically tick everyone off in the workforce today. All right, you ready? Let's dance. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. See, I love days like I loved it. Chris was complaining. He's like, man, I feel like there were there were bigger news stories today or we didn't find them or they're not there. No, man, it's a great day. The best days on the radio are not when we have to sit and talk about the new inflation numbers. I'll freaking kill me. No, thanks. I want to talk about fun stuff and different stuff. I'm about to go off and offend everyone in the workforce here in a minute. Before we do that, did you do anything fun or funny? during the natural disasters you've been through? I've told you this one before. Not the most environmentally conscious or smart thing. I wouldn't recommend it, but during one of the typhoons we were in, and it was a bad one when we were in Okinawa, it was picking up Connex boxes and throwing them across the yard and stuff like that. It was big, big metal boxes. Chris, gosh. Anyway, 
we would take these little chem lights, uh, just a, a little stick that when you break it, it glows. You've seen it. You've seen it's not called a glow stick, Chris. They're called chem lights. Okay, you raver. You're probably on ecstasy right now. Anyway, they're called they're, they're called chem lights. We would take them and we'd drop one in a plastic grocery bag and then tie the bag off and then tie a string to it and pull and uh, drop it out the window and let it kind of let the wind kind of pull on it. And then we'd let it go and watch it shoot across the sky, across the uh, the base. Gosh, that was fun. Don't do that, kids. Erica in Ohio, go. Hi there. Um, I grew up in Texas, and we had lots of tornadoes, and we were in the bathroom because there was a tornado warning, and I remember peeking out the window, and I saw my slip and slide just get sucked up in the air and disappeared. Dang, that's what, devastating. Did I ever tell you my Ohio slip and slide story? Just real quick. My cousins, my aunts and uncles and my cousins, this is after we had kiddos. Now, my kids were young, though. We're talking three and one, all right? So they're very young. This is a guess, but I'm not that far off. They built their own slip and slide on probably, I would guess, a 100 to 150 meter, maybe 200 meter hill. It was huge. This plastic, it was professionally done all the way down, even though they did it themselves, professionally done. And they put baby soap all over the whole thing and had water running down it. But it was this long thing, and you would fly down. I mean, fly. Oh, Chris, it was so much fun. I was going head first down there. You had to be careful going head first. It uh, it got a little rough down below if you went head first. So I only did that once. But anyway, it was a blast. I take the kiddos. <laughs> my, my oldest son, he's still just a roller coaster freak. He loves them. So he's three years old. He's sprinting up the hill and then on his own, just diving onto this thing and flipping and spinning and flying down the hill, just a nutball. I decide the youngest needs to experience it too. So I put him on halfway up, halfway up, I put him on. And the oldest had just finished. He was down at the bottom. I thought he was going to move along and move out of the way. And I put the youngest on. And then I put it, he started heading downhill and I guess cause he was one and stupid. He didn't turn around. He was still face first and he ends up flying downhill, smashing into the back of his brother in front of everybody. And of course the wife is there with two little kids. You get the wife screaming, running down and I'm sitting there thinking he's fine. It's probably, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, he does her baby teeth. He was going to get new ones anyway. I don't want to hear whining <laughs> Rob San Diego. Go Rob. Yeah, hey, we were uh, stationed in Guam, and we got hit by a super typhoon. And after a couple of hours, the, the house started flooding from the ventilation. And we're like, what the heck's going on? So after trying to sit there for a couple of hours, trying to stop up all the water from leaking through, when the eye went over the island, because we were on a hill, and we were on the lee side of the hill now, I told my son, let's go on the roof. We're cleaning up the vegetation, because the roof and the, the house has about a one-foot lift. And what happened, all the vegetation fell on the roof and clogged all the vents and all the drains. Oh. So the lowest point on the roof now is the ventilation of my air conditioner. So we went up on the roof and we went swimming. <laughs> you <laughs> we went up on up the roof during a super typhoon? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Don't do that. All right. Riker, Mississippi, go. So we were in Hurricane Katrina and we went three miles inland to another house. Our house was on the beach, and this is uh, uh, 
just to get away from everything, we we go to my mother and father-in-law's house, and we are sitting there watching the TV, and the water starts coming in through the through the walls, and it keeps rising and rising. I said, "Well, let me get the chainsaw and a and a uh, an axe. Let's go up in the attic and uh, bring a couple of fat flashlights. We'll put a case of wine up there, and uh, we'll just have a party." Hold on, hold and, on, uh, hold on. A case, a case rate, of wine, up. Riker, not a case of water, a case of wine? Well, I mean, we're, we're, we're strictly survival mode. You know, <laughs> we're trying to survive this storm. All right, so, go, ahead. So, go ahead. So there we are. We're up in the, we're up in the attic, and, and the water gets up to about four feet in the house. So it's well up Ooh. the ladder, and we're looking down at it, and we're, you know, uh, looking at the cats, and we're looking. I, I, I'm getting ready to crank the chainsaw to cut through the whirly bird that's on the roof. Uh, the, the ventilation system, and uh, and here comes a clown doll, and it's floating by, and it's malfunctioning, and it's and it's going na 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 and and we're we're just like oh this is this has got to be just perfect. This is a wonderful thing. I gotta tell you, the image of Riker in the attic after a case of wine. Picking up a chainsaw, getting ready to saw through the roof—that is classic. Oh, that reminds me. Quick, quick PSA. I, I realize the show is nationwide, and we're probably doing a lot of hurricane talk right now. Tough. It makes me laugh. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. If you have a fun or funny hurricane story, I do have to do a couple serious things real quickly. Floodwaters. He just brought up floodwaters. As you know, I've been through a bunch of these, as I've explained. And every single time there's one of these and there's flooding, every time people go swimming. Swimming in the streets. Ah, look at the streets. Oh, the canals overflowed. Oh, let the, look at the bayou overflowed. Let's go swimming. Oh, there's water. Let's go swimming. Let's go surfing. Let's get the raft out. Let's go swimming. Hurricane waters, flood waters are poop waters. Almost all the time, that's your sewage system that has been brought out of the ground. It dang sure is your storm sewer system. All the, all the, all the poop on the ground, it's in the water. Stay out of hurricane water. No poop water, all right? We still have another hour of this. Gosh, I can't believe you're still listening. Hang on. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 